0: Ladies and gentlemen, good morning and welcome to the next episode of Digital Fix. I am your host, Matt Barber, coming to you live from the glorious studios of Local 209 here in Crown Point, Indiana. On today's episode, I have been waiting for this episode for some time. I cannot wait to bring this to you. I had on Laura Yoder out of Valpo. She is an influencer and blogger and lifestyle genius. Uh, We had an incredible conversation. If you watch The Green Room, then you know this conversation really dove into everything from how she built her following of over 18,000 people and how she monetized them, which is I know something people have been asking me to cover. So if that's you, I think you are going to get a lot out of this. We covered a lot with blogging and Instagram and touched a bit on Facebook. Go ahead, take a listen. And if you enjoy this, remember to please rate and subscribe to this podcast and tell your friends. And that episode with Lori Yoder starts right now. To kind of to start any podcast, I always have uh, people kind of explain their backgrounds. And for you, this is more important than ever because everyone sees your Instagram. You're one of, the, I think, the most viewed people locally on Instagram. Um, and so I have to ask, like, how, how did you get up to this point? What's been your journey in life so far?
1: Um, my journey in life has been kind of all over the place. So I started in sales and hated it. <laughs> and I've been blogging for quite a while, and it just, it really evolved, and that's what I found that I really enjoyed doing, mm-hmm. so I wanted to kind of figure out a way to make that work and make that my go-to Was career. this
0: Was it like cold call sales? Were you like on the phone like no, 800? It, no, not, <laughs> no, not at all,
1: but I just, I'm not very salesy, so I hated it, but it was like one job kind of fell into another, and that yeah. was where... I ended up for a really long time but not very happy so
0: <laughs> so what uh when was the official transition when did you jump from sales to take this uh, full time well I've
1: been blogging f- for a long time I don't even know I think when blogs first came out I like jumped on board and and started right away mm-hmm. um, so probably like I don't know eight or ten years and really it's just kind of evolved into where it is now which is fairly successful for me so. sure
0: and then, so that blog, that's black coffee beautiful. Yes. Awesome. And yes. so, any any specific reason you jumped down the path, or how did I guess more more importantly, how did the blog start? Was it just something that like you just wanted to like kind of record your life and it just no, turned into something No, actually, awesome? one of my
1: brothers suggested it, which is really random because my my brothers aren't very into fashion or style or anything like that. But um, I was just having a conversation with them and. And one of them was like well why don't you do something online you're you you're good at technology anyways and it seems like that would you could do that and you could have your other job on the side and it would be natural for you to do something like that so I I don't know why I'd never thought about it and I was like oh yeah I should do something like that so
0: Uh, and so I get uh I wanna say like a kudos to you for keeping a blog going that long. Thanks. I tried so hard to. Well, it has so.
1: changed since then It has changed. Yeah. All right, so t- let's
0: talk about the change. Okay. Where, where did it start and, and to now, I think um, now like you have such a phenomenal presence, pretty much everyone knows where you are now, but what, how have your topics changed? How's the blog changed? The
1: topics haven't changed a lot, but blogging has changed since I first right. started it. You know, and when I first started, it, it was so lame. I was just like, I like this product and here's where you can buy it and this is why I like it and you should buy it too. Um, there was nothing really original. I didn't have original photography. Like, nothing. It was literally just words kind of spewing <laughs> from my brain onto the internet. Um, but no rhyme or reason. And so now it's just so much more, I guess, my creativity mm-hmm. and how I style things and and that kind of thing. It's really gone in a different direction that way. But the topics of remain the same
0: <laughs> i tried blogging last year mm-hmm. uh when i was getting ready to leave my full-time job and take mm-hmm. local to a nine full-time i was like i was listening to a lot of gary vaynerchuk and so he was like always oh, like record your life or document mm-hmm. your life and don't don't try and come up with content just document and i was like I can, I can do that like i've always been a writer tried to write a book once i got like 170 pages in and got bored like, yeah i didn't break it down or anything and so i'm like i love writing i will bring my joy of for the world into the written form and people everyone's going to read this and so when i got past the mental hurdle of trying to find what to write and i mm. got past the mental hurdle of realizing that no one was reading my content uh i guess i just got like bored with it yeah less more more upset with the idea that like no one was reading my content.
1: It's a a challenge for sure and even now I feel like the past week actually I've been doing a lot of research just on SEO and how to get people to my blog from places other than Instagram or or Pinterest. How can I get organic, organically find people to get to my blog? So that's always a challenge but I think me personally it makes me mad. I'm like why are people not reading this? So then I go and, and try to figure out what else I can do to get them there.
0: Have you found anything that's, like, worked super, super well? Um, Any any super secrets you want to share with the crowd? No,
1: well, not so far, because, (laughs) like I said, my research has just been done last week. So um, we'll see. I did implement a few new strategies into my most recent post. Awesome. um, But I don't know yet if those are are working yet or not, so time will tell. But
0: Have you noticed the landscape of blogging kind of change over the last 10 years?
1: Oh, for sure. It used to be, I mean, exactly what I was doing, just you know here's a product and you kind of take the image from the website and throw it on your blog um, and now I cannot even imagine using like a stock photograph like everything I do <laughs> is my original photography sure so.
0: and I want to dig into that photography because mm-hmm. I, I found you off, off of Instagram mm-hmm. where I find pretty much all my influencers at this point is uh, or anyone I want to bring is off of IG. And your IG is beautiful. Thank like, you. It is stunning. And so IG right now, you're sitting at uh, just shy of like 19,000 followers, mm-hmm. which is absolutely insane. And I I guess I love how your IG is themed. Mm-hmm. And so every time I scroll down, like each photo is like, shares like the same like kind of like color palette yeah. to it, And it like it's a very soft photography. Right. You're always wearing like a killer outfit. Thanks. Um, and And the copy is always like obviously very well thought out. Mm-hmm. So what's what's your creative process for Instagram?
1: Um, Instagram, I kind of right now it it might evolve, it might change a little bit. But right now it it does have a little bit of a softer palette and I love pink. Mm -hmm. And so I always try to pull out those pink tones and give it a little bit of pink. Um, Sometimes you can't if you just view the photograph by itself, you can't really tell it has any pink hues or anything in it until you put it along all of the other photos next to it and and you can kind of see that they all kind of share that little pink hue i guess (laughs) um so i i don't know i like things very bright and i like things pretty i don't i don't i'm very girly (laughs) so it's just kind of evolved in into that it used to just be i would throw up any old picture like oh that's a good picture i'll put it up and um the more i've grown the more i've realized i do need to kind of stick with A specific theme and like I said, mine right now is sort of pinkish. um, (laughs) that might change, but for now that's what I'm going with.
0: It's and it it definitely shows it's cool. So I scrolled back in your timeline just to see if like you had always done this. Yeah. Or or like if it definitely started and there was a time where it seemed like you there was like a definitive like day. Right. Or like that started.
1: I was like, I like this. (laughs) Let me (laughs) let me do that again. And so that's kinda how it all worked out. It wasn't like necessarily in my head. I was like, and now I'm going to do things pink toned, it just, I liked how something turned out and and went with it.
0: Did you, did you start the Instagram, I mean the Instagram had to have started after the blog because IG's Correct. only like six years old or something. Right. But did you originally start IG with the intention of it just like pushing people to your blog? Or was yes. it got gotcha? you? Yes,
1: yes, and I mean here's kind of a fun fact, when Instagram first came out I was like, I am not getting Instagram, that's <laughs> stupid, I don't need one more piece of social media, blah, blah, blah. And then obviously I quickly realized like I need it for my blog. Like I can't, I'm not going to be successful if I don't have a good Instagram to sure. to, to kind of go along with it. Um, so that's kind of how that worked. At first I was anti Instagram and then I quickly was like, Oh, I better jump on this platform. And I, I understood it more so than any of the other, I guess, social media platforms. Sure. And so, I definitely did use it to kinda of push people to my blog, but it's really it's taken off for sure.
0: It's nice because of all the social media platforms, Instagram's always felt like the most like simple. Yeah. I guess like I it agree. did it's not overly complicated. You post right. a picture you have fun and then you are able to like build a community right. out of that. Right. Um and that's something that like, as we work with a lot of clients, like a lot of people just choose just to be on Instagram. Mm-hmm. They don't even want to be on Facebook at this point. It's not yeah. security concerns, it's not anything other than like I know where my audience right. is. Right, right. You, are you using a lot of Facebook too? I'm not. No. <laughs> <laughs> I hardly ever use Facebook.
1: I have a Twitter account. I use that more for personal things. I mean, I, I will throw some things on my blog from there occasionally, but um, I don't know. When I first, again, this was way back when, I was trying to be active in all of the social media platforms and I realized you know, with a full-time job and blogging and trying to be active in all of the other platforms that it kind of felt like I was failing at everything. Mm -hmm. So I just was like, I'm gonna focus on one and for me that was Instagram because I understood it and I enjoyed it more than anything else and um, I've kind of let some of those others like Facebook and Twitter, I'm not super active on. I'm getting back into Pinterest a lot and using again that as a tool to kind of get people to my blog as well
0: sure I think that's a tip that a lot of people a lot of small businesses I think kind of uh, get scared at is if they're mm-hmm. not on all networks they're kind of right. failing and it's that realization that like if you find one platform and you really own it mm-hmm. and make it your own and develop a style and develop sure. your community then like there's so many reasons you can succeed on it right and uh, it's, it's cool to see that someone with your influence and your following, mm-hmm. like I know I know you have Facebooks, I think I, I followed your page on there originally okay. like a long time ago, um, but I know like Instagram is where I go to find you right. and go to find out like right. what you're up to. Right. Um, and one of the things with Instagram, I don't know how much we can talk about this, we didn't talk about this before the air, was okay. uh, uh, sponsorships uh-huh. and stuff like that. So I see like not every post right. by me, like you do, you do an awesome job of like showing your life and ad posts right. as well too. Are we? How how much can I dive into that world? Or I um, I have so many questions regarding you can, that world. You can dive, and if
1: I need to. <laughs>
0: All right, and if you so that's that's the rule. If I can't rule, answer
1: something, then I'll then, just
0: then we pass. won't answer or or we'll edit it out. <laughs> okay. um, but first, how. How did all of that come to be? Um, I see, and, and I'm going to elaborate on that for for the people that don't know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Is when you scroll on your feed, like I said, I see like there's certain posts that are sponsored mm-hmm. where like you go in and the first copy on there is hashtag ad. Right. Um, so you're, you're doing the right thing because the IRS will punish you right. <laughs> if you don't have that. Um, and then it, it goes through like it's a really cool product. So I've seen posts for you or from you on like I think Gordman's, mm-hmm. uh, ES chocolates, the Endangered yep. Species chocolates. Um Target? I think I saw one for um, maybe
1: Target. I don't think so. No I haven't Target? worked with Target. That's gotcha. like a dream brand of mine. <laughs> so I would know that one. I do shop a lot at Target. Same. So you maybe have seen that. But it hasn't been sponsored. <laughs> that could be
0: it. it. I gotcha. Um how how did all of that come to be?
1: Um I you know what? I don't really even know. Like the the first time I got a sponsored post, and of course that's evolved too. Um I know the very first product i got was a really long time ago again with the old blog and it was this kind of yellow corduroy handbag that i still have and it's so worn out but i'm like i'm never gonna toss it because <laughs> it was like the very first thing that anybody ever gifted me um and then from there i think brands realized they could They could do a lot of marketing with people on Instagram or, you know, their blogs or social media, whatever. Sure. So now there are platforms where essentially there's kind of an agency that is the liaison between the brand and the influencer, the blogger. um, And you can either apply to campaigns or sometimes they reach out. Directly, I'm actually I'm doing a campaign right now. It'll be live this week with hotwire awesome. and They reached out directly to me. So it's a little bit of a mix of They probably found me on Instagram or through my blog and reached out to me directly and then sometimes the sponsorships come through agencies as well Gotcha. That is super
0: fascinating. Mm-hmm. I think I um, I didn't I didn't realize that was for for kind of everyone in, in like the uh influencer realm. Yeah. That they could do that. Um I know a long time ago I used to know a guy who just uh he still still does this, but he streams on like the video game platform Twitch. Okay. And Twitch right now is is really big. A lot of people make their entire livings off right. of it. I think the number one guy in the world right now makes like a half million dollars a month.
1: Oh my um, god.
0: Just like That's doing insane. just playing video games yeah. on the internet. His name's Ninja. And uh, it was big in like Fortnite and stuff like that. Um but he said, not him, but like my friend who who streams mm-hmm. and still does it professionally, said that there, he had the same thing where originally he was on his own. And mm-hmm. so it was him like reaching out or just creating sure. this community and people reaching out to him. I think he has like a half million, he's big on Twitter, half okay. million Twitter followers. And then someone reached out and said like hey like we'll take care of you like, right. we'll schedule all this for you but then if we bring you something like you're only able to turn down our offer so many times before we're like why are we hosting this guy? okay kind of thing
1: yeah I don't I mean I don't it's not quite the same okay I guess for me but sure. um, a lot of brands they don't want to work exclusively with one person just because gotcha. they want to get their product in front of as many people I guess that makes As sense. As possible. Mm-hmm. Sure. So um, I got invited to in- apply for a campaign not too long ago, but then I read the one of the things that they wanted was somebody that they hadn't worked with in, like, three or four months, and I happened to fall into that category. So That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I couldn't apply for that one then. But <laughs> <laughs> um, they'll come back around, and, you know, it'll be fine.
0: Sure. So, Is there any one brand that you, like, really, really enjoy working with?
1: Um, Probably, gosh, I don't know if I've had a fr- – favorite yeah I have it's Samsung okay I'm like a nice. text person yeah sure. and so I've always been a fan of the galaxy that's sort of the only phones I've ever had so yeah that all was. right
0: I'm, I'm gonna confirm this because I think I found the only other are you using Android You're an, you're yes. an Android user gotcha yes. so to all fellow local and I employees <laughs> there is another Android out user out there I am not the only one no, and uh, we're taking back the world the that's same. Right. I love it just it, it makes androids just makes so much sense to me yeah and when i use them like everything just it flows mm-hmm. and everything just kind of makes sense and every time i use like my wife or anyone here's apple <laughs> device every product here is everyone uses macbooks and apple yeah. uh, uh, iphones except for me i have a pc have a, that's a, a how i am awesome pc yeah. and my
1: yeah
0: uh yeah i'm looking at you shannon <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> so there's still so many questions I want to ask about uh, the influencer thing, and I think people are going to want me to ask. But we're going to come back around to influencers in just a little bit okay. uh, and circle back around to, like, Instagram, intra-blog. Okay. So a lot of – we see, like, a lot of posts uh, kind of like – you try and post as It seems like once per day right now, or you post um, more times? That's
1: always the goal. Okay. I don't think I've ever had a week where I've posted every day, but every Sunday I'm like, today I'm going to post – or this week I'm going to post every day. That doesn't happen, but i I try. That's the goal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you plan do you plan out your your post like a week in advance, or
1: I should do that. okay. no <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> Like I will tell everyone else too. I know I and I would tell
1: everybody else too. <laughs> That's the smart way to do it. Yeah. and sometimes I do. Um, some posts I know, especially if they're sponsored, I know they have a live date of a certain a certain date. Sure. Um, the ones that are like my personal ones. I'm just like I need <laughs> to post something so let when me it happen- yeah happens. yeah
0: so do you I guess take us through a typical day with you then
1: um usually my alarm goes off around f- between 5 and five thirty. Sundays it's usually 5 in the morning and Saturdays I let myself sleep until about 7 okay um so I'll get up I will of course make my coffee and then I um, I'll go onto Instagram I'll reply to comments um, I try to be very active in that app because I do have so many followers. Mm -hmm. So I'll go through hashtags that are similar to mine and like or comment on other people's photos or like or comment on the photos of the people that I'm following. Um, I just try to get caught up on Instagram first thing in the morning. And then from there, I'll go into emails. I try to work out at some point during the day. Um, If the sun is out, I try to to shoot something. I do a little bit of brand photography on the side. So I usually always have products that need to be shot as well. Um, So even if it's not related to my blog, I almost always have things I need to shoot. Um, And I'll either write, edit, shoot the rest of the day. I coach the cheer and dance teams at Valpo University. Awesome. So from that, I'll go to practice. And then I come home and I write and edit and post and... Um, That is such a busy day (laughs) Yeah, I usually, if I'm lucky, I get to bed by about midnight Wow um, So you're talking like
0: five hours of sleep at night Yeah You're on full military on this Yeah Wow Yeah,
1: there are times, I mean, I have my breaking points where I'm just like, I need to sleep And I need to not do anything for a couple of hours, maybe (laughs) Um, I think it's a, my life is a little bit more busy than what people realize Like sometimes they're like, oh, you just take a selfie and post it And that's not quite what right. I do. <laughs> but
0: I think I've always been impressed because even when I first started my Instagram, mm-hmm. like my my personal one and the company one, um I was I was late to IG for personal because I've always used it for brands. I right. was like, ah, like I'm never going to make my own. Right. And then I finally made my own. I think even my first post, like you liked even like my first post. Aww.
1: Like you're just I, it
0: seems like I was like this woman is always on Instagram.
1: Yeah, I well like I said I know that's where my base is, so I try to stay active in it i try to go through maybe maybe not every day but i'll try to like photos that are from this area especially sure um so
0: gotcha so with with all of that with uh the shooting and the posting and trying to stay active and everything mm-hmm. and stay ahead of everything how how are you keeping all this organized like what's what's the chaos and <laughs> do you have any specific tool <laughs> any tip like
1: um i do my number one tool and People think this is crazy, but I have, I'm a firm believer in the old fashioned planners where I have to write things down. I have to write down due dates and um, that kind of thing. Otherwise, if I try to put it in my phone, I either get lazy and don't do it, or I forget it's there until I get the reminder like five minutes ahead of time that it's due. And um, so I always write things in my planners, like once I get them. And then I'm pretty anal about my email folders as well. So I have a folder for every brand I've worked with. And um, anything, any, I guess, potential people I want to work with, or anything I need to save, any invitations, anything like that, I, I have a separate folder for everything. And that helps a little bit too.
0: Gotcha. So there's, within all that chaos, there's organization that's kind there's of your There's a little base. bit. Yeah, there's a
1: little <laughs> bit of organization. That's something um, I could do better at, for sure.
0: I've always been the guy, so I need two things. And if I have these two things, then like my life is set and mm-hmm. everything else, all the chaos can happen. And it's, I need to write my to-do list. So the right. world can't see if I have a book next to me, uh, a journal next to me, and I have to handwrite to-do lists every single day. Yeah. Even if it's something that was on the previous day's to-do list, I rewrite it on today's right. to-do list. And that just keeps me super centered, and on top mm-hmm. of that, my Google Calendar looks like a clown threw up on it. Because yeah. there's so many different colors on so many different days, whether it's shoot dates that other people, that I'm not even attending, mm-hmm. but I know they're off; those people are off the books, um, or meetings, or tomorrow I'm teaching a class, or like all this stuff, I have to have that organized.
1: Right, right, and I think too, if you write things down, at least for me, if I write things down, I, I remember it. I don't even right. need to necessarily look at the calendar, I know it's, it's there. There's something about writing that, I don't know, makes me sure. remember. Whereas if I type it and put it in, again, in my phone or something like that, it's it's gone.
0: I had a college professor once tell me that, that basically if you ever wanted to like pass any of our tests, the mm-hmm. easiest way was to like take copious notes mm-hmm. and then rewrite those notes a thousand times. Because at that point you would, you were so more likely to remember it right. that you would just be, you'd be good to go. Like right. you would pass I the test. I believe that. And sure enough, it worked. And
1: yeah,
0: I a hundred percent agree with you on that. Um, I have to rewrite those things because it feels suddenly more urgent when it's yeah. written down and I have to cross it out. Like I, it becomes like a sole focus of my life to cross that item yeah. my to do list and have no items left because when there are items left I'm stressed (laughs) I
1: know you get anxiety and it feels good I do make to-do lists not all the time but when I have busy days or weeks I'll make a to-do list as well and it feels really good to like I've accomplished something when you get to cross it off so
0: so with uh in the mornings you said you're pouring that coffee you have to have that coffee any any specific brands you're stuck on right now
1: um I love Folgers is probably my my morning coffee. We're done here.
0: No, <laughs> and
1: then in the afternoon, I have I, I usually have some Nespresso. Gotcha. So I spread it out. Between I'm, Folgers and Nespresso,
0: I'm gonna make it my mission in life now to send you every local coffee roaster. <laughs> <laughs> I it's it's weird because I I also drink Folgers as okay. much as I we work with work with in a, in a very loose sense yeah a lot of coffee brands sure. and uh, I go to Cafe Fresco on the corner here a lot okay. uh, weekly shout out to Bree because I shout her out at pretty much every podcast now at this <laughs> point um, she runs Cafe Fresco right right directly where I'm pointing that the world can't see and. Uh, that she supports a lot of local coffee roasters okay. and so there's like smugglers coffee is in there which I like barrel aged coffees which is nice mm-hmm. um cafe racer which i freaking love yeah and i've been on They're awesome small town coffee and i think she don't doesn't have steam whistle but she might eventually um there's all these awesome local coffee people mm-hmm. and so i have all those coffees at home but for some reason i just like drinking folgers sometimes yeah
1: i don't know i think you get used to it my parents drink folgers so i don't know if it's just been I don't just know, just like, kind of
0: bled in at yeah, this point. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's kind of like uh, I, I made this analogy yesterday uh, and, and I realized that I'm get, probably going to stick with it from now on is that Folgers to me is like I, I like beer. And I don't always drink beer. I get in cycles where I drink a lot of beer, mm-hmm. uh, responsibly, and then I don't drink right now, where I just don't really drink at all. Right. Um. And Folgers to me is like Coors Light. Like mm-hmm. it just kind of fits every single situation. And I don't always want craft beer or heavy coffee right. or barrel aged coffees. Right. Um. I just want something light just to start my day yeah, and get going. I agree.
1: And I can't do flavored coffee in the morning. I I just need the.
0: Yeah, I can't except for Christmas season. As soon as some mm-hmm. of those like Christmas flavors come out, like a, someone starts releasing like Blackbird and Valpo has their Highlander Grog. Yeah, uh, I will go in there. Like I will drive thirty minutes in the wrong direction to get just to
1: get that in the just morning.
0: to get like Highlander Grog in the morning. But like it's got to be snowing outside, and then turn around <laughs> and drive to Crown Point. There are
1: specific there are situations. specific
0: steps. Um, so what? I guess with with all of this going on, you have it seems like there's there's so much kind of chaos that you're kind of keeping controlled mm-hmm. and and it's uh, in, in a really awesome way because you're growing. You grow. Your Instagram is growing so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, your blog is too. I'm yeah. assuming uh, a lot of readers. What's what's really keeping you going?
1: Um, it's motivating, like to see those things go up. That's motivating, and um, between viewership, readership. Followers between that going up and between brands reaching out to me I n- I know that I'm doing something right I know gotcha. I'm far from the biggest blogger or anything in the world and I have a lot to learn and a long way to go But I feel like I am doing something right and I just love creating as well So it's very cathartic to me when I can sit down and like you said it is kind of organized chaos but when I can sit down and um, just write or edit photos or if i need to post like some kind of a flat lay or something on instagram to put those objects together in a way that looks aesthetically pleasing is very cathartic to me and it keeps me kind of relaxed which gotcha so it's
0: almost like everyone else like their version of like listening to good music
1: yes (laughs) yeah
0: there's just there's kind of like peace within there it's almost religion right it's just just routine i like that i think that's uh I think that's super fascinating just as from a creative mm-hmm. perspective. Like that's how you find your peace in the yes, world. Yes, for sure. <laughs> so how did you – I don't know how to ask this question. I'm going to back up a little bit. Okay. We're going to go back to sponsored okay. because I, I, I thought of another question. Okay. Um, how can people really get started going down that path?
1: Um. So what I did – and this is – I mean this was when I was really – small. I didn't have a ton of followers, but you can Google, um, oh, like blogger agencies, for instance, might be something that you could Google or influencer agencies and sign up with a variety of different people that could, again, they're working as agents so they can connect you to brands who are wanting to do some sponsored posts. Um, some of them do have pretty strict like you have to have so many followers Before they let you be a part of their little club or sure. or whatever and, <laughs> and others are more relaxed So that would be a good way to start. That's what I did and kind of get your foot in the door And
0: best way to start is just start Just to start, <laughs> yeah, just look it up.
1: That's what I've done with everything is just I need to know how to do this. So I google it and I'll spend you know, days and sometimes weeks and sometimes months and sometimes it's ongoing, just trying to figure out the best way or how to do something, so. Gotcha.
0: Now, with, I'm gonna ask about like, requirements for some of those posts because, okay. and I'm gonna say, a little story time first. So. Okay. Um, one of my favorite brands in the whole wide world, and if people have listened to the podcast, they've heard me probably tell this story five or six times now. Um, One of my favorite brands in the world is a supplement brand called Blackstone Labs. And Blackstone Labs has a, their like influencer program is called The Legion. Okay. And with The Legion, what you have to do is post, in order to be in it and get mm-hmm. like a credit basically, is you have to post three times per week on minimum Um, using their specific hashtags Mm -hmm. and using the, obviously the ad hashtag, because it's for free product eventually, Um, and following those specific rules, but that's it, and then Mm -hmm. you are in. Is it similar? I know a lot of your posts are like one-off posts or whatever, but are there like specific requirements that every single person um, or, or different brands like require you to meet
1: within that? Well, they might have their own specific requirements, but to like belong to one of these agencies, Usually it's just like a follower requirement or um, sometimes I think one of them, like something I tried to sign up for recently had a follower requirement, but just for Facebook, which was weird because Facebook is is kind of not, not the platform. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Usually it's between Instagram and your blog. That's kind of what it depends on. And sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes they don't really care how many followers you have. You can apply you can be in their agency and you can apply for as many sponsored opportunities as you can find but it doesn't mean that you're going to get in gotcha so most of them don't require like any pre-posting like what you were talking about using specific hashtags or at least the ones that i'm familiar with gotcha
0: so i'm just working way too hard in the wrong direction i'm just kidding (laughs) just kidding i have not officially joined that program yet so i can't can't say anything here nor there about them um that's exciting though. That's just not kind of common because i mm-hmm. uh, as I was looking at that, I'm like three posts a week isn't that difficult, right? Uh, it is a lot, uh, but it's not it's not difficult. So I was, right. I'm kind of excited to hear that that's not the norm, right? Me and all 935 of my followers, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um any anything you've done to to kind of like boost those follower numbers I'm not asking if you've bought no, followers but yeah is there any I, tactics I'm, you I've use? not
1: bought followers I'm a huge advocate against buying followers because I think eventually it will hurt your account I know it's, or get you banned I get you banned something but I you know I I know everybody is like oh I want followers I want followers um I think kind of I've already said like basically what I do I'm very active within the app itself. Like mm-hmm. I don't just shoot a post out there and, you know, cross my fingers and hope for the best. I, I go out and I kind of try to introduce myself to potential followers. Like if they've used the same hashtag as, as I have, maybe I'll like their photo or something like that. So yeah. um, just being active in the app, I don't think there is, an easy way necessarily to get followers. Like I said, it, w- it would be nice if you could just sit back and cross your fingers and <laughs> say a little prayer and hope for the best, and then poof, you have 10,000 followers. But it's just, that's not how it works.
0: Right. So I think uh, it, it comes back to what's rapidly becoming our tagline when the company is that social media is a grind. Mm-hmm, like it's just, sure. it's a hustle. And, uh, it's frustrating when you see some brands or whatever that go from like 300 followers, respectable, mm-hmm. to 7,000 overnight, yeah. and you're like, "Come on!" Why? Like,
1: you know what though? other I think um, all the research says that's going to come back and bite them in the butt, though, because those followers that they're buying, they're not active people; right. they're fake accounts. They're never going to interact with them. So they maybe you know went up by sixty seven hundred, but if they're if they have seven thousand followers and they're only getting ten likes i mean right. people can see through that people can see so, through it pretty quick yeah or when you
0: tap on just like the people that are following them you tap mm-hmm. on their followers and you realize that you're like man like this brand is like huge in northwest indiana and in certain parts of serbia yeah <laughs> <laughs> like real quick you're like oh come on like didn't even try but yeah. a, i guess a for effort like, right
1: i mean people and people don't know i mean they, they don't.
0: I think it's it's people new newer to Instagram, you're right, they mm. want that kind of like instant gratification of like skip the line. Right. Um take, take that fast pass, right, right. to it. Right or they to the don't front. realize
1: like the kind of work it that's involved to get to a certain sure. point. They just think that they can it'll blow up. <laughs> Avoid just the hustle. By, yeah, just, just good luck. by them being there, that they're gonna just automatically have this huge presence and that's not really how it works.
0: Sure. Did you have uh, one post that like super blew up for you? Like biggest, um, biggest, we're gonna turn this into an awesome question. Ooh. Biggest success in your social media career?
1: I think my biggest success was actually kind of a failure. Um, okay.
0: <laughs> I know, I know,
1: but I did a post around Christmas time for sprinkles, cupcakes, and I put all this thought into it and as I mentioned earlier, I do all of my own photography. So setting up the the photo to begin with was really difficult, but I got it, I nailed it. Um, I, I posted it and it kind of tanked in terms of like people seeing it. That's frustrating.
0: It was so frustrating.
1: <laughs> However, um, Sprinkles loved it and regrammed it. And so that was that was a huge for, success for me. I, super cool. And, you know, with the Instagram algorithm, like sometimes posts just, they don't do well. I don't really know why. I just know that yeah. happens from time to time. So, yeah. Um, I was a little bit defeated and then they were like, uh, can we use this? I was like, Yes, you can. So, That's so it cool. all yeah, it worked out.
0: <laughs> um, I know with Facebook we get that a lot. Mm-hmm. Where it seems like their their idea of like nonlinear engagement, so like if you have a post blow up, expect your next few posts to tank. Right. So it all kind of evens out. Right. Um, Was super frustrating. We had three posts last week do like really really well. Uh We're like, yes, we should not post anything this week. (laughs) We are so rude if we post anything. But you still have to post, yeah. Kind of thing. Instagram, it's like you you just don't know why. Like some posts, a couple of our clients. They'll release a photo. I'm like, oh, I cannot wait to get this into the world. Right. Like, I, I shot this photo. I'm like, the lighting was killer. And it's was so killer. good. Yeah, it's so good. I'll like, I'll, I'll spend like two days thinking of the copy. Like, mm-hmm. I'll be in the shower, which is like the best thinking time. Like, right. thinking like, oh, I got it. And then it releases. And you're like, 16 likes. And I you're, like, know. When aver- they you're like, they average like 75. Really? Like, yeah. like, did I offend you?
1: <laughs> yeah. Why? I, I don't know. I don't know if there's an answer for that. I just know sometimes, some things do better than others. And I don't really know why. But... <laughs>
0: Any, uh, so I saw one thing. This must have been uh, probably probably almost this time last year. Okay. Uh, I saw a trip you took to, like, I think it was a hotel in Milwaukee. I think this was just like Instagram stories or something. Mm -hmm. Um, Is there any, I I know you do like the travel, your highlights are awesome. I love the icons and everything. Uh, Any specific trip that's really like blown you away? You're like, I cannot Um. wait to promote this. You go like way out of the way.
1: No, silence, God, I'm trying to think. Um, my, f- my favorite trip in the last year was a family trip I went on that had nothing to do with sponsorships, so now I'm, I keep going back to that. Um, anytime, though, that I have an opportunity to go somewhere that I haven't been or stay someplace that's complimentary, um, I think that's awesome. Yeah. So I, I enjoy that and I enjoy, I think I look harder at those hotels or or whatever to you know i'm going to either find something wrong or i'm going to find something that I really like, and so far I've only found things that i've really that's awesome. liked and I feel like I'm more critical about those <laughs> because if you know if I do have to put it out there that it was a sponsored trip and something was terrible, I, I need to tell people For sure. about that but um
0: Have you had that happen where you sponsored a product and then as soon as you got the product, you're like, this sucks, and you still have to release it? I haven't
1: really, no, I haven't, and I wouldn't, if something was terrible, I would probably reach out to the brand and be like, (laughs) look, it made me break out into hives, like, you know, you can keep your money, I don't, I can't, I'm not gonna put that out, that it's fabulous, or something like that. Um, Sometimes there are skincare companies, and I, I, don't do a ton with skincare anymore, unless it's something maybe that I've used or something I really want to try. Because I think that's a little bit harder to to see the uh, uh, what's the the word the achievement that it promises.
0: Sure. Yeah. So,
1: and there's so many skincare brands out there that, again, if it doesn't work, I'm gonna tell people. So right. Um i've turned down some of those recently gotcha but.
0: that makes sense i mean we i used to be a, I'm, I'm a proud proud supporter of birch box men okay i love me some birch box yeah um and so like there's there's some stuff you get in in there that's mm-hmm. like fast acting like wrinkle repair cream for right. guys or whatever which is the same as anybody else's right. you know um and then you just don't get enough for it to really like make a difference to, yeah and you have like,
1: to use it for like a
0: month, and I saw that in the back of one brand. I was like, "They're like, you have to use this for like six months to see results." Right. I was like, "I'm all about the grind. Right. That's fine, <laughs> but this is a lot of work." Don't
1: tease me with this little exactly. Sample. <laughs> I'm like,
0: "You've been in business three months. How mm-hmm. the heck do you know this takes six months to work?" Right. Kind of thing. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, so passing passing your your information on, basically. I know mm-hmm. I've seen some things you've done. These like awesome get-togethers to like Astor and Gray and Valpo.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Talk, talk to me about those. Like, uh, what, what, what's, what do you got going on? there?
1: Well, so we did one. Um, it was <laughs> a like an Instagram class, basically yeah. how small businesses can grow their Instagram, and um, just kind of talking about some of the more basic things that people don't realize when they're first starting an Instagram. You know, sure. everything from how to study, how to set up your Instagram to how to edit a photo. Um, to to things that you can do to help gain followers, that kind of thing. So that was a fun It's the mimosa one? I think um, it was like... no. Well, wait, we did have mimosas there. But she did a whole other,
0: Gotcha, yes. gotcha. I think there was one that I bought a ticket to uh-huh. and I could not unfortunately go. Oh, no. Because I don't remember the reason, but I believe I bought a ticket to it. I buy a ticket, I think I bought a ticket. And uh, I went in the store like the day before and I'm like, I'm pumped. I'm like I, and yeah. she's like, You're probably gonna be the only guy here, and I'm like, I can't wait. Oh no, <laughs> maybe was that was
1: awesome.
0: the one. Um and it was like a mimosa it was like a mimosa bar. I was pumped more to like hear you speak on brands mm-hmm. because than like brand growing. So I think the company this must have been last winter. Uh, it was like or early this year, because uh We I did think that we were one kind of infancy. in the spring. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I think we're still in our infancy. Astra and Grey, though, is the coolest store.
1: I love it. Yeah. I love it. I could just go in there and spend like all day.
0: I I was almost like, my wife's like, I want to go and check this out because it's yeah. cool. It, it Everyone keeps saying it's cool. Yeah. And so I went in there and I was like, ah, like this is going to be like another store, like a Joanna Gaines type store. Right. Like, I don't know what I'm going to find in here. And I was ready to buy so much stuff. I oven. know. <laughs> She's done
1: such a good job just of curating everything. Yeah it's and it's also fun
0: it is it is it's i think the store is like designed for people like us yeah like i walk in i was like oh, there's so much cool in there there's like barnwood and shiplap over I know, here there's I know, these it's handcrafted so soaps that smell like bourbon i was right? like i'm pumped about this like yeah. i want this harry potter coffee mug on this corner
1: everything
0: look pretty much everything in the store we, I know. we could have bought everything and I it's feel not the same and super way. affordable it's, too yeah
1: it's very reasonably priced so yeah i know i, I, love I feel the same way i right. do too
0: are you gonna be doing another class coming up soon with them?
1: Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah, I don't know. Gotcha. We'll see. <laughs> Keep you posted.
0: Um, any specific tips for growing in for people trying to? grow? I know we covered it a little bit earlier, but any one definitive tip that people can really take away?
1: Um. Hmm. Just one.
0: Single tip boils it down um, to this.
1: Single tip. <laughs> oh gosh. No pressure. <laughs> but if you don't do this.
0: If you don't do this, your brand will sink.
1: Basically, no. Um. I I just always tell everybody to stay active in the app. Even if you can't post, like go in, excuse me, I'm getting all choked up about it. (laughs) Um, Go in and make sure you're at least liking photos of the people you follow or replying to comments, things like that. So just be active.
0: Gotcha. Um, And kind of last question, we'll start kind of wrapping it up in here and getting to a few more like rapid fire questions. Just to kind of get, to get to know you a little bit better. Questions okay. are super off topic, oh, but last like, actual on topic question that I love asking people is who influences you?
1: Um, I don't know if I have one person that I look to to influence me, but sure. I do have a lot of bloggers and even brands that I follow and I draw inspiration from what they're posting. Gotcha. So I kind of like to see what other people are doing and make, if it's something that I like, I don't like copying people, but I like to take ideas and kind of make them my own. So I don't, like I said, I don't know if there's one single person I can point to, mm-hmm. um, but I do follow a lot of other bloggers and, and brands and just to see kind of what they're doing.
0: <laughs> gotcha. Are you close with a lot of other like people, influencers like you that do, um, that do a lot of the fashion blogging? And yeah, I do have blogging. like
1: my little, my little group I guess <laughs> that I've gotten to know throughout the you know throughout a couple years really um and we you know ask each other questions all the time how do you do this and how do you do that and it's a really it's a fun community to be in it's not it's not competitive in the way that people think like oh i'm not gonna tell her that that's my secret it's you know i'm not gonna share where i got this or how i did that or anything like that it's just not like that
0: it seems to me that's the way that most of the world is starting to turn now. Right. I think is even just in in Northwest Indiana, like mm-hmm. our entrepreneurship communities, even people that are competitors with us. Right. Um, People like I would look at uh, like True Mountain Marketing in mm-hmm. Saint John is technically like a quote unquote competitor because we both do video. Sure. But the guys yeah. that run that and my and and Alan and I and all of us here like we're all super close friends right. and we're all wanting the best for each other. Right. Friday we were at Off Square like drinking and like mm-hmm. talking client stories and stuff like that that we could. Right. Um, we're obviously not gonna violate terms of service over contracts, but. Um, it's just it's all friendship. Like we sure. want each other to succeed because the alternative is we all go back to nine to five jobs, and right. none of us Nobody want that. Nobody wants to do that. <laughs> I no agree. one wants to yeah. go back to it. So we're all just super super supportive. It's mm-hmm. uh, and most I think most brands are starting to be like even the coffee companies and the beer yeah. the beer the breweries that we work with now they're like let's just collaborate.
1: Right. Like, well, and I think too, like in your instance, you're not gonna be able to service every single exactly. person that needs help in the community. So, sure. Um. It's good that there's other people that can
0: help. Um, So we're gonna round into some random questions here. What's uh? You watch a lot of TV?
1: Uh, not a lot. No, it's too distracting to me. So (laughs) I put on a lot of like old TV shows and.
0: Are we talking old like I Love Lucy, Green Acres? I do watch.
1: I Love Lucy is on in the morning, like when I wake up. Mm -hmm. So. I do watch I Love Lucy
0: <laughs> I used to watch every morning I, I, I don't know if I want to admit this about myself I love watching like The Waltons yeah and uh, I used to watch like MASH every single morning yeah. and uh, even now like I'm I'm not even ashamed to say I love that show and yeah. like it's it still appears more often than not right. on my TV
1: yeah you can find a lot of those old shows so exactly. I haven't gotten super into some of the new things like I watch Criminal Minds and yeah. that kind of thing but I don't I don't have like a
0: Have you binged anything recently?
1: Um, I'm talking
0: that full-on binge. That like five hours. Kind of, sort of. Okay. The Sinner? Yeah.
1: That's so good. I have not
0: watched it because I am the world's biggest coward, but my my wife has been watching it and will just occasionally like scream for me to run into the room and I'll run (laughs) in. She's like, just so there's someone else here. Now go away.
1: So I I watched season 1 last like about a year ago and loved it and couldn't wait for season 2 and season 2 came out and then I deliberately like held off watching it for multiple weeks like as long as I could and then there was one day I was like no I'm I'm starting it and I thought I'm not going to watch all of the episodes that I've missed it was like maybe 5 or 6 mm-hmm. um because it was, you know, in the evening or whatever. I literally watched all the episodes that I had missed. And so <laughs> then I was right back to just waiting for, you know, the new episode to come out yeah. great, whenever
0: that's the way that my wife was with a uh, handmaid's tale yeah and she did the same thing where like she binged season one loved it yeah and then season two came out and it was the same thing where she's like all right like i know that there's like 10 episodes in this right. season five are out now she was like i'll watch one each week so that i always have something to watch and yeah. she watched all five in one sitting right and now she's like i gotta wait till tuesday it comes out tuesday I know, it's coming it's out like tuesday the worst. so and next <laughs>
1: time i need to just wait for the whole season
0: uh that's that's hilarious um what is <laughs> I'm not going to ask that question <laughs> uh, What part of a kids movie Scarred you for life
1: um, Any of the The kids movies Where like the animal dies <laughs> I refuse to watch movies now With animals in them So gotcha. like, Bambi Like right off the bat You know you're how old when Bambi comes out
0: I think I was like I don't three year when did Bambi come out?
1: I don't know. I mean, they it was sh- one of those movies that I'm like no, and then it then you realize like you watch any movie with a dog and the dog dies and <laughs> i don't I can't watch animal movies We're gonna
0: break the fourth wall here. Hey Shannon, Google for me, what year did Bambi come out? I'm gonna guess ninety two the people listening to the podcast in the on their 80s. car is in the eighties yeah. Not,
1: okay, we're all a little bit off. All
0: right,
1: maybe like the original. They've probably remade it. They probably remade times. it a couple times. Yeah, 1942.
0: 1942 was well, the original regardless. Bambi. I was not in this world yet. There were still 46 years until I graced planet Earth. Um,
1: regardless, that was one of the first like movies that, that's, I, think that's a I ever jerker. saw, and I can't. Yeah,
0: for I me, don't watch it. I I think I. Uh, I cried a lot. I think Homeward Bound. You remember Homeward Bound? I
1: do. Yeah. I Homeward
0: Bound was one that made me uh, choke up. I don't know if I end. ever.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I ever saw it. I know what movie you're talking about, but yeah. again, I think I'd already seen Bambi, so <laughs> I knew what was coming. And For then me, like Old Yeller and Where old, the Red yeah. Fern Grows. Oh
0: God. Oh man, Where the Red Fern Grows. Right? that. Oh man, those two dogs.
1: I know. That uh, was not Now I'm bringing I know. back this. This I'm, podcast like, gonna is gonna rapidly turning into like sponsored by Kleenex. Yeah. We're all
0: crying. Uh, there was one movie that, like, every time I watch now, like, I just break into tears. And it's uh, Inside Out, the Pixar movie. Uh, inside one. Out's one where, like, it's uh, it, it's through a girl's, a young girl's life. She's a teenage girl. Mm. And the main characters are, like, her emotions living okay. inside of her head. And uh, it's hilarious. It's super fun. But at one point, one of the main characters, like, straight dies. Not one of the emotions about another character. And you're it's unexpected. Like, yeah. he sacrifices himself Aww. for, like, one of the main characters. And you're just, like, choked up watching this. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to... I'm going to go put on like Generation Iron now, right? which is a bodybuilding movie. Like, like I need not... I need some manliness exactly. stuff. Exactly. And I know. Turn on Rambo.
1: I don't want I guess my movies to be reality. Like yeah. I live in reality. I know my pets are going to die. I don't need to watch <laughs> it on screen. Like I know it's going to happen. Do you have so, any pets? What pets do you have? I have a cat.
0: Nice. Little Fellow Pete. cat person. Yep,
1: his name is Lil Pete and
0: Have you uh, ever thought about making Lil Pete an in Instagram with your influence?
1: Um, I've thought about it, but it's I don't have time. <laughs> I don't have time to post one more thing. I feel like so. I am
0: eagerly searching for a strong pet influencer brand. Mm. Eagerly, if you are listening and you are a pet influencer brand, reach out to me.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of. I mean, I feel like everybody with a cat or a dog their their animal has its own Instagram, so it's kind of a competitive. Yeah. market to get into. There
0: is one girl I know. Her dog does have an Instagram. So shout out to uh, Holly Bear the Samoyed. And uh, it's she already like was talking like her image was picked up for use on like a dog food brand or oh, something that's like that. Awesome. She, I think she has like 1,700 followers or something like that. Yeah. But the dog's a Samoyed. So it's like big and fruity yeah. and like smiling all the time. Right.
1: So. I feel like dogs maybe would be a little bit easier. Cats are so... You know, they just do what they want. They're certainly not going to pose for a picture. So, unless sure. <laughs> you
0: you have to catch them at the right right moment. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna round out with just a few rapid fire ones. What's your favorite Chinese food?
1: Um, sweet and sour chicken. Ooh.
0: What's your favorite restaurant in Valpo?
1: There's a tie between many. I'll Ooh. say. Um. Give I'll me say, Give me a three. Give me a top three. Okay. Ricochet Tacos. Nice. Love Perea. Them. Never been there. And um I'll say either if I can only pick 3, either stacks or picks.
0: I love stacks. Yeah. Picks I'm picks I've had the best experiences and the worst experiences. Really? In. Yeah. I like I've gone there and I've left and been like I cannot wait to come back and then I would come back and like like why did I come? Why back? Why did I
1: come back? Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: Stacks. I've never had anything but a good experience. Yeah, their food is
1: delicious, isn't it? Their food's delicious mm-hmm. and their
0: beer menu is pretty much a dictionary. Yeah, it's huge.
1: I know that they have a drink in the summer. I forget what it's called, but it has like cotton candy coming out of it. Oh man, it's very good. <laughs> they
0: did their food. I love them because they're so like experimental mm-hmm. with their stuff and it always but always, it's always always good. works. Yeah. yeah. I think last week they had like, I think it was like a burger or a taco or something. And it had like a raw, or not raw, had an egg yolk on top that was okay. like coated in hot Cheeto dust.
1: Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I love, I love sex, social it? media. I did not. I want to oh. so bad. Yeah, but I'm I like, I, my wife and I are like very strict with our budgets and I'm mm-hmm. like date night. And she was yeah. like, no, not this month. So Maybe next month. Maybe maybe next month. I'm like, come on. I hope it comes back. Um, So I guess we'll, uh, one last question. I have to ask this question. Favorite all-time poster article
1: poster. your all-time oh my all-time favorite your all-time i mean i think it's that sprinkles cupcake one the sprinkles cupcake that I did. Mm-hmm. the one that
0: was your biggest mistake and greatest uh greatest yeah achievement? and i wouldn't
1: say it was a mistake it just it didn't didn't do well but it was still my favorite <laughs> that's so, awesome yeah
0: we will round it out here. Thank you so much for coming Thank on. Thank you so much for I've been me. looking forward to this episode for Aww. such a long time, and it met every ounce of my expectations. So okay, good. Um, where can everybody find you?
1: They can find my blog, www.blackcoffeebeautiful.com, and then on Instagram, I'm Laura underscore Yoder.
0: And you can find us across all platforms at local209. That is at L O C A L two One Nine, except for my beloved Twitter. You will find us at, at local underscore two one nine. You will find me personally on Instagram at Matt Barber, M-A-T-B-A-R-B-U-R. Next week, I'm not telling you what we're gonna do. You'll have to watch out on our Instagram to find out who's coming on next week. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, if you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, tell your friends, share it with your friends, and we will see you in seven days. Bye.